0: Last time on the Bestow Curse podcast, our heroes followed up on rumors with suspicious origins accusing Trinia of murdering the king. Diego spread the word of Gakin's disappearance to friendly bouncer Takpar, and the party weathered an Atiug ambush before returning to Vex's apartment, which showed obvious signs of forced entry. What surprises await them inside the vandalized tenement? The Cursed Campaign continues now.
1: To another post cliffhanger episode.
2: What is this thing you're doing? You did it last time too. This. Mm. So what is this this thing? What do you mean? We're on
0: the edge, certainly. The edge of our seat. These seats—they're way too big.
1: I'm only using the edge. I'm on the precipice, about to fall off of my seat. Very it's My cheeky cheek cheeks are only a quarter way on.
0: The back legs are off the ground. Uh Lean. They told me not to lean on my seat (laughs) when I was in school, but I was
1: a chronic leaner.
2: You take some like weird pills before (laughs) this episode. What's going on here? So
3: he has been sick for a while.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Who knows how many cheeks are on chair?
0: Let's be charitable and assume one. One, (laughs) at least one cheek. At least one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no less
1: than one well guys kind of build it up to this thing for two episodes now get a juicy rumor and now you come back to find vex tenement kicked in the door slightly ajar with big old boot print on it what are you guys thinking is going on I mean, you heard some rumors in town but like what are your fan theories oh my gosh
0: something crazy i mean god like what chris i don't know you do you don't have a Theory? So, I'm glad that last episode, Vec reminded us that the journal got stolen. Yeah. Like, Trinia's mm-hmm. journal is missing. So, that's gotta have something to do with it. But, like, just hearing the way Griff played her, talked about her, I, don't, I feel like she didn't did. it. I feel like she's being set up somewhere. Mm-hmm. But, like, we, I feel like we Don't have enough to know who or why.
3: Yeah, no, I think that's 100% a play that he did on purpose. I think she did it, but I don't think it was poison. I do, in fact, think that she does slowly steal life essence while she does portraits. Um, And the more detailed and the more time she spends, the more she steals from that person.
0: Energy vampire? Yeah, kind of like uh, that. Reverse (laughs) Dorian (laughs) Grado. Yes. (laughs) The king's still alive. He's just
1: in his portrait
3: and it's uh that's a great way that she can help entrap her victims to continue to put more and more detail and work into something is playing this you know nice uh person act
1: if you find the journal you have a list of all the people she's painted you can Oh, question yeah. the paintings yeah.
3: i'm, I'm going to have to see how you know how detailed those paintings were and see if they're you know all
1: i think that's a creature in pathfinder isn't it like the trump Loi. Like the animated, the thing. animated painting, yeah. yeah, like where the painting oh. comes to life.
3: Oh, I didn't, I didn't think about the painting coming to life, but
1: well, and they can like trap you in a painting. Maybe the painting I'm done sure. did it.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. i de- I think I've definitely probably. Everybody something is focusing that.
1: on the
0: artist, and what they haven't focused <laughs> on is the art itself. The art, mm. perhaps Ooh. the content of the painting.
3: Maybe in reality, she just has enchanted paints and didn't realize she was stealing the life essence. Or
2: she didn't do it because (laughs) the other (laughs) person who is implicated in this immediately killed himself. That sounds rather suspicious. However, maybe she did. And if she did, I feel like my theory is that she may have had a really good reason that is unknown to us yet.
3: So legitimately, I do think like this feels like a lot of malarkey because I trust Sylvie's teacher. Without fault. Like, just trust him. And the for Tar- no the reason Karla, all, I
1: trust you implicitly. <laughs> I, just, I
3: just do. Thank Everything you, about <laughs> him says I trust him. And he didn't feel great about the queen's right hand. And that's who all of this was confessed to. So I believe nothing from that lady. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Let's go fight her. Yeah. Bring, her bring her back to Vencarlo.
0: Yeah, exactly. It definitely does seem like there's a cover-up going on right now.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm
4: -hmm. There's some, just some odd details that we have gotten, like her journal missing, the guard that confessed immediately committed suicide. Like Things just aren't quite adding up. So I also am kind of thinking that she was either caught up in something or is, uh, like, someone's trying to get her to take the fall for this. I don't think. It was really her. Mm-hmm. But maybe she is connected to something. And it's just the rumor doesn't really capture the full truth of what's going on.
1: There might be even dirtier secrets in this city than the sewers you've been in for
2: six episodes. Nice. You know what? Let's talk about a different fan theory. A while ago, Haley was like, there's way too much going on coming up from underground. Yes. And yet again, another episode.
3: I was very upset about it last week, episode as well. It was making me really upset, but I held my tongue because I've already said <laughs> it too many times. There's something wrong under this damn city. Yeah.
1: Something, there's a darkness about this city. <laughs> a second one. We're going underground.
2: <laughs> we're heading to no, the darklands. <laughs> no, we're not. Oh, I
1: would love that. That's my fan theory. You know
3: what's happening. (laughs) Do you think I read ahead?
0: (laughs) He thinks thinks about stuff.
3: Participate.
0: I read read
2: about what happened just in these five minutes
0: between episodes.
1: (laughs) I was like, that's really interesting.
2: As a GM, I like to stay one
0: page ahead of my players. (laughs) Really keep them on their (laughs) toes. We got to DeVargo, like, oh shit,
3: (laughs) we had something different. Oh, he was uh, actually not supposed to be good Crap
1: <laughs> You know what I'll never tell <laughs> Just know that I You know I take my dungeons one room at a time Just like everyone else nope. I,
2: I, I put my dungeons on One room at a time, <laughs> one room at a time. <laughs> I put my butt cheeks on the seat One, one cheek, cheek at a time <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's the real reason for all the cliffhangers. I just don't know what's going on next on so the episode. <laughs> ah, shit. What am I going to put in this house? Oh, the door's kicked open. and
0: And I think we'll find out
1: on the next page. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll find out a couple minutes before you guys.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's something I also want to bring up. You're always on your phone during these. Constantly looking at the boards, you know, got to figure out, got to figure out the ins and outs of uh,
1: the next hour of the campaign.
3: Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, not just that, but also the laptop, the iPad, and the desktop computer all in front of him. I need to have all of my information, <laughs> all of my sources, all at once. Look, just
1: because I don't do any of this ahead of time doesn't mean I'm not thorough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fair enough. If you really want to run it authentically, you would pay a life coach to read the campaign for you and then instruct you on how to run it without knowing too much.
1: Funny you mentioned that, Chris, because uh, fortunately we have the, uh, the sirenscape for Curse of the Crimson Throne, so... At any time, I could just have Steve click the buttons that have all of the important dialogue for this adventure. (laughs) He's not wrong. It's actually in there. (laughs) I had to be like, maybe don't mess with the (laughs) Sounds
2: We had a couple close calls with dialogue that I thought was something else, and it's not Mm. close calls.
0: Yeah, like us barely missing the people who hit the room that your grandpa was in, right? But we're only like a minute or so... Out of them storming the place. I
2: was surprised they put all the sex scenes of book two in. As long as you get to them before the end of the year and fade to black, that is your New Year's resolution fulfilled. Oh, yeah. But you don't have to fade to black.
3: All right. So we should get started (laughs) with not that.
2: (laughs) Hmm. I guess I have to
1: keep on my toes to figure out whose hero point I need to give out. Uh, This one's a pity hero point, Chris.
0: Yeah. A
1: pity hero point for your inability to hit uh, things with
0: like 16 to 18 to 20 AC. I'm going to use it on an attack roll, I think. Yeah.
4: Use it to become a hero.
0: I'm going to use a different D20 this episode, and I hope it rolls better. I don't like to switch them out.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say you were really uppity about not doing that.
0: Yep. So, but then I started rolling poorly, and my Mm -hmm. emotions changed quickly after. Well,
1: Chris, I think this is pretty emblematic of you. This hero point comes to us from Ellie, who says, "Never give up unless you
0: really want to." Yes, (laughs) I am choosing. (laughs) I choose to give up on my my die that I bought specifically for this character.
2: It fits Chris so well. I only take a hero point. That sounds like Chris's family slogan. <laughs> Never give up unless you really want to. Get it on the family crest.
0: <laughs> God. That's a good saying. That's funny. I like Nobody that. makes me give up my own dreams. Only I do that. <laughs> only I do that on a whim if I really feel like it.
1: Well, when last we left our heroes, they had defeated Odiug's rampaging in the streets. They learned a little bit about Diego's Eidolon, the spirit following along with him, and also a little bit more information about the accusations against Trinius Abor. They made their way to Vex Tenement and found the door ajar with a boot print in it. And that's where we find you. Vex front and center. He he runs in. Vex, you throw the door open and inside you see the scant furniture that you had upended, rifled through. There's detritus all over the room. Your belongings scattered. But what concerns you the most is you see your grandfather lying on his side, his iconic rocking chair turned over with him in it, and you can just make out him making shallow breaths
2: on the ground. Vex sprints over and kind of like almost baseball slides to him. Mia! Mia, get in here! I've burned up literally every bit of healing that I have.
3: And Mir would come running in.
2: Mir
1: you come running in from the outside and what you witness when you enter this apartment shocks you. Vec, in his rage and concern is huddled over his grandfather, unconscious on the ground, and you hear kind of muffled like him yelling for you. It seems like you're hearing him through cotton and as his mouth opens, this cloud spits from his mouth of the shimmering silver winged dragonflies that erupt out of him and settle on his grandfather. And then they melt into his grandfather's body and you see Vex veins blacken up his exposed forearms and then he turns to you and his eyes are just these motes of white light but around them the veins start to encroach blackness and then as if the cloud the veil is lifted you hear in full sound the coughing (coughs) of Vex Grandfather as he comes to and turns around
2: uh, Vecchi uh, I hurt Grandfather wh- Where does it hurt? Oh, everywhere It feels like I've been run over by a cart Mayor can you Can you do something for him? Please
3: uh, I'm spent That's weird Alright yeah no Mir is really uncomfortable around Vec at this point But she's gonna go up and immediately You know treat wounds On Sure make me a medicine check Crazy, yeah, <laughs> and, he, and Vex.
2: This all happened, change came over him, didn't seem to notice.
3: Uh huh. Uh, that's a 26.
2: With a 26,
1: you glance over this man, and it you feel immediately like this is like a trick of the eye. The man doesn't look a day over 60. What he, for a moment, appears youthful. More so than... I mean, you've talked to Vec for a long time. He's been your customer for a while. And you know he's living with, like, a senile old man. You don't see anything physically wrong with him. And he... And as you turn up to Vec, you see those black veins kind of following where they once were. Just, like, wrinkled skin. And you see all of this as you examine them for a moment. And then these things start to fade, and Vex starts to return to his normal appearance, and his grandpa's skin appears to just like stretch over old bones. Once again, the plumpness of his cheeks goes shallow again, and he
3: looks ancient. Vex, how old's your grandfather? He's an elderly man. I, he's old. Do you not know the years?
2: He's old, Mia. Older than you, older than me. I, can you help him or
3: not? He's fine.
2: And at this, he kind of turns
1: over and gets up on his own. Could one of you pick up my
2: chair? I feel I'd like a, like a rest. Yeah, Grandfather, let me... He He's grabbing the chair already before anybody else can even volunteer. Let, let me get you your paper. Just hold on one moment. He writes the chair up and he goes and runs to geez I assume the dresser or whatever that I mentioned in a much earlier flashback or character yeah, it's moment. been like torn through but you can find a paper. And he tries to find this old yellowy kind of brittle looking newspaper and brings it back over to his grandfather the news just came in for ya. Oh thank you Vicky uh, who's your friend? Hey, uh, this is Diego. He's the tall, fuzzy one. We got Sylvie over here with the fun hair. Or rather, the two-tone hair. We got more fun hair over here with me, And this little bugger over here is Figgy.
0: Mm-hmm. Imagine
2: Sylvie and I burst
0: the door sometime after Mir comes in, too. Yeah, once, once... You could all
1: hear very clearly, like, Vec call for help. And then, like, Mir, when you entered into the room first, it yeah felt like you were listening to the room with your hands over your ears,
3: yep oh, I'm very tired. I don't
1: think I slept well last night. Oh. and he kind of looks out the front door, oh, or maybe this night or oh, uh, Voschnik was here uh, again. he visited me, Vicky. he brought me. Uh, but me news about the day, news about his college, uh, he seems
2: so excited. Uh, why is the door hanging open? Seems in his rush, our friend Mr. Volsnick forgot to shut it. You don't remember... And please, please try. You don't, you don't remember anybody else being here, do you? Please.
1: Uh... I remember when your your mom and your dad left, uh, you and but well, you was taking care of me then. Uh, you take real good care of me, Vicki. Oh, thank
2: you, lad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I yeah, I try to. I try to. You uh, made
1: me a perception check. Everyone. Everyone that's here being a part of this.
3: Yeah, because Mir also wants to specifically stand over the shoulder and read the paper
4: that he's got in his hand. 20.
1: 25.
4: Also a 20.
1: 19. With the 25, Mirror, you're specifically looking at the paper. You notice it's dated about 60 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it, you know, it's yellowed nature kind of gives that away as well. It looks like. I guess the closest thing I could say is, like, we've had this in our old house. Like, the people used to yeah. use old papers as insulation. And it kind of reminds you of that. It's like a paper from a different time.
3: Like 60 years, though.
1: Yeah. Uh, as far as the date on the front. Yep. Um, The rest of you that aren't looking specifically at the paper would notice a bulge in Vex grandfather's uh, right breast pocket.
2: You got something there, Gramps. What What are you holding?
1: Uh, He reaches a shaky hand over and pulls. Uh, Oh, I don't remember having a note, uh, but uh, Vecchi, I think it has your name
2: on the front of it. Vecchi is a mess. Like, his shoulders are down, he's trembling, and he snatches the note, maybe a little too fast, and tries to read it quick. What does it say? Vic,
1: someone is after me. I can see the Hell Knights patrolling more frequently outside. Can you help me, or do you believe the rumors about me are true? Remember how I cared for your grandfather while you were away. Every one of my neighbors knew I was staying with you. It wasn't safe to stay. All I want is to find a place where I can be safe again. My heart hopes you'll find me soon. Signed, Trinium.
2: He reads it once. He reads it again. And he's trying to read it over and over to find a clue that's not there. Maybe a a society check. Where she actually is. God damn it! And slams his fist against the wall. Holds up the note if anybody, Sylvie, uh, wants to grab it.
4: Let me take a look. And 18.
1: You notice that Trinia applied a strange flourish to the beginnings of each sentence. And when you read it closer, you realize that it spells out the word scream.
4: Sylvie points to the letters. See, start of these sentences, they spell out scream. Is this something you know of?
2: Scream, scream! Do I
4: know that? I don't
2: think so. You could roll me
4: a society check. Sylvie thinks even harder about this.
3: If she fails, we all gonna start screaming because clearly that's <laughs> <what> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that is a, a
4: twenty-three.
1: With a twenty-three, you realize you're, you're thinking about. What Scream could mean in the context of, like, yelling, and then you realize that Trinia is an artist. And you've heard of an artist in Corvosa by the name of Salvatore Scream. You don't know much more about that than the name, but it's something to go on.
4: There is another artist that goes by the name Salvatore Scream. Maybe she finds refuge with him, or... Somewhere where his work is present. Great,
2: great. That's great, Sylvie. Where is he? Do do you know? Where can we find him? With the 23, you don't.
4: I do not know. Maybe we could find someone who does. Someone with more art knowledge. I am not uh, an appreciator of the arts.
1: One thing that you do know, though, with the 23, Sylvie, you wouldn't know, like, the whereabouts of this guy, you do know that he is known for these macabre paintings, like the the real world equivalent that I, w- I would say you should all look at this guy's art. If you want to think about what Salvatore Scream's art looks like is uh, Sir Francis Bacon like this. It's kind of visually disgusting, but in a like provocative way. Um, and when you describe that, Vec, I think you're the only one. Could make me wisdom or intelligence roll untrained like just a just a flat check here. Jeez. This is you trying to recall
2: not really knowledge, but something. My my caster status charisma. Intelligence and wisdom not good. So I'm rolling it at a plus one. Oh. Huh? Couldn't ask for too much better. 16 total. You remember
1: an old church of Aridon that you'd spit at when you passed uh, as a defacement of the God, in your opinion, went by the name of exemplary Excrables, I believe. And you remember these macabre paintings being a part of the, the decoration of this
2: kind of theater to the perverse as in old Corvosa person you're describing, Sylvie, he paints images that I would expect to see in the den of heresy. The last Islanti. It's a place not too far from here. I've been there many times. Or rather, I've been by many times. Could be he's there. I don't know.
4: She was writing this note to you. So when you hear this artist's name, if that is the first place you think of, that is likely where she would go. She knows you. And you know her. That's the best lead we have.
2: I think we know each other, but at this point, I don't know. It's good point, though. That's maybe where we go. Or, or maybe where I go. I, I don't know about the rest of you. I, I'm going. Um, i got nothing left. Gonna tidy the place up a bit. Take 15-20 minutes make sure my grandfather's okay. And then, then I'm gonna go. You can do whatever you like.
4: This affects more than just you. You may be seeing the most immediate effects here and my heart breaks for you. But this is bigger than any one of us. I will help you in this journey and I can maybe fix your door.
2: He cracks like a half smile. And for a moment, you can see humility on his face, because I think when all of us met, Sylvie was the one he gave the hardest time to. And she's the first one to extend, like, a little piece of her heart to him. Um, He's like, yeah, maybe wouldn't have expected you to speak up first from the way that I've spoken to you, Sylvie. But I appreciate you. Thank you.
3: I'll definitely go with you. But let me check out your grandfather again. Just want to make sure he's safe before we head.
2: Please do, Mia. Thank you.
3: Um, Mir would like to just do an all-around, uh, inspection not necessarily on medicine, but like checking out key features that are present. So nothing is adding up in her mind. She, I mean, elderly isn't what she usually deals with, truthfully, right? She's usually working with, um, you know, younger people who are being hit or slashed or something else, right? Like much more violent acts typically than this, but information is not adding up just distinctly not adding up to her um, with that also the act that just happened with Vec something seems wrong She's she's been with her friend for a long time and has done his hair but if there's you know some sort of something different about his lineage or ancestry then she wants to be checking this out and just double checking um, you know like ears hands like general features making sure that those still make sense because if there is a memory issue and he is has a newspaper from 60 years ago i wouldn't think that that is the right timeline for someone who maybe has a memory issue and is this old i wouldn't think like they needed something that long ago you know so uh just trying to look and see if there's any features that aren't aren't human i guess i don't know it's very weird but like Something's wrong. <laughs> what is it?
1: Uh, something you notice immediately. It's very easy to see. Um, Vex' grandfather has purple irises. Okay. You don't know what that means. You just know that that's weird.
3: That is weird, yeah. Okay. Mir will put that in her like note of weird, and she's going to not share with anybody that this is the kind of stuff she's looking into, but something weird about her friend. Uh,
1: as far as, you know, what what all of you might be thinking here, like, you can't leave him here. Like, the door is kicked open. There are crowds in the streets. You think, I mean, in fact, you're, you want to make sure he's safe. You don't think he's going to be safe
0: here alone. Shoot. As you're looking through, inspecting him, too, I mean, Diego speaks up as well, saying, uh, I... Am with you all as well. There is more here than meets the eye, and we should stick together. i a little hurt, as I think many of us are or might be, but I think, I think we're all in this together now for reasons far beyond our understanding.
3: All right. I don't know if it's going to be safe, though, for us to be leaving. He's fine physically, but this isn't a safe situation. Either I can stay here with Figgy and look after him, Or if we want the daunting task of moving him. My shop's been a refuge so far. I wouldn't mind continuing that.
2: Vex like silent for a while. Like a little too long. You're willing to come with me, Mia, when I head to this den of villainy. I don't want to leave you behind. You're valuable. We all know that. Maybe we do move him. He hasn't moved from here in a very long time, but safer than this and he gestures to the door. Taking to your shop seems to have withstood the worst of everything.
3: I'm fine with that. In fact, it's probably going to be a safer spot than now.
2: Right, right. Grandfather, how do you feel about going full an adventure?
1: Becky, you you know, I was quite the
2: adventurer
1: back in my day. I'll keep you
2: safe. Well, you You're coming with me, but then we need to part ways for a minute, but I'll be back for you. Okay. I'm gonna need you to guard my friend's barbershop. You think you're up to it? He cracks his knuckles and they crack a little bit (laughs) too much.
0: Hold on, hold on,
1: hold on! Alright, get my coat.
2: I'll happily guard the place. Keep it tip-top shape. Okay, so as he's getting his coat, Vec grabs a little piece of parchment and a quill and ink pot and scribbles down frantically like a quick couple instructions grandfather be back soon keep an eye on the barbershop folds the paper up and slips it in his grandfather's breast pocket so when he inevitably forgets where he is and what he's doing there he might pat himself down like he did before and find that note and realize that this is scary but Vec will be back. So you transport
1: him um, to Mir's barbershop. It's not too far. And uh, the closer you get to Mir's shop, the more empty the streets become. It's very strange, Vec. I mean, you haven't had to move him in a long time. Mm-hmm. He seems to walk unassisted pretty well for a man of his age.
2: Okay.
3: Uh,
1: I hope you have a rocking chair there. I do like to rock.
3: Actually, I do. It's upstairs, but we can bring it down.
1: All right, let's... Uh, now you're speaking my language.
3: We can bring it down and, and actually have it facing straight towards the door so you can guard it well.
1: All right. I like that. Uh, you approach your shop. It is in the state that you left it. Uh, opening the door, you, um, you're able to, you know, gather some stuff for uh, Vex' grandfather to hopefully, you know, take care of himself for a little while. Are you... Then leaving him here. I guess so, yeah.
2: Oh, God, it better than the last Islanti could. I'm sure he will, my, my grandfather. I'm sure you will, yeah.
3: Mir's gonna take Parchment and do something similar to what she did when we were last split up and I had to leave a note for Sylvie, which is she is going to leave a note in case Devargo and his men come and just say, like, on the note that she is not here, but a friend's grandfather's here, it would be appreciated if there was a just look in to make sure that things don't look bad, I guess, like look through the windows um but otherwise, there's no healing that's gonna be happening here. uh she should be back fairly soon
0: before you say there's no healing that's gonna be happening here. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Are we able to heal up right quick? Because I'm
0: like half treat help. wounds.
2: Yeah, that would be so, so nice.
4: I would also yeah. appreciate that.
2: This this feels like a good opportunity to take like 20, 30 minutes to, yeah. before we head out. Yeah, you guys could take some time. I'll hand wave
1: the okay. rolls. You can just awesome. heal up. Takes, you know, 30 minutes
0: to an hour. But you're oh, all I good. I just
3: got a DC. I just I just got a 30.
0: Oh, good for you. I bet you crit multiple times during that.
3: <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Mm-hmm.
0: Your rolls were so good during that segment. Wow. Wow. We didn't we edited them out, of course, but they were great. Yes. And so you're heading to exemplary
1: excrables, I am to assume. What is an excreable?
0: It's not good. I don't know what that word is. I don't I don't rightly know either. Are you familiar
2: with the word excrement? Yep, yep. Well, it's remnants, leavings. Well, it's it's things that are excrement worthy. Excrables are just Trash and gross. Okay. Stuff. So it's like exemplary trash. Kind of.
3: Excrable is a not following it or in accordance with the standards of honor and decency.
1: Yes. And so, exemplary
3: is the antonym.
1: <laughs> so you know that Vec knows that this this place once was a temple to Eridan that has since been taken over by it's essentially a a playhouse, but like think medieval times, it's like a raunchy playhouse type thing where the plays are either very provocative or you know violent or that kind of thing
0: that makes so much more sense because I was thinking that it was like some cult or sect of Airden that Mm -hmm. wasn't what he believed or followed but it's it's just it used to be this nice church place that has been you know in the time since he's it's been squatted in and then yeah
1: built up as its own thing yeah so you make your way you find the building it still has its former you know winged eye iconography of eridan but uh, over it is painted the big garish exemplary explorables sign and you hear hubbub from within this would certainly be the kind of place that would be open late doing these like showings and that kind of thing uh, so you would enter, and upon entry, you see in kind of like the vestibule, what would have been the vestibule of the church, now maybe like a lobby, there are these portraits, these paintings on the walls. Maybe a religion check, actually. I'd take a, re- a religion, I- I'd actually take occultism as well.
4: Oh, well, so we will do occultism. Sylvie maybe was a little bit unsure before, but with a natural 20 that goes to a 28 <laughs> on occultism.
2: Oh, I'm not beating that.
1: Yeah, with that occultism, you can see that there is iconography here relating to chitons. Oh. You see there, you know, there. there's a decent amount of, like, chains and, like, torn flesh and that kind of thing in these... Paintings. It's all rather abstract, but you're picking up this dark theme across them. Uh, this, coupled with your society check, you're pretty certain these are Salvatore Scream originals, these paintings. Mm. Um, and then you notice one maybe stands out. It has a particular place. I would accept an Arcana or a society on this one.
4: Right. They are the same.
1: And actually, religion would have gotten you different information if you had a religion that was, you know. On the previous check? Yeah, on the previous check. It was a 19. Yeah, with a 19, as she's describing, and she mentions Chitons, mm-hmm. you immediately think the the dark gods on Kathon. Mm-hmm. This iconography is just hand in hand with, like, his
2: religious symbol and that kind of thing. So, so this is like if a Catholic church closed and then, like, a. Cult worshipping, uh, who's the Hellraiser guy? Pinhead. A pinhead. Yeah. Pinhead rolled in and also put on like plays and shows.
4: All right. I'll do, do the Arcana versus Society give different information. They do.
2: All right. I you. I'm only. I'm actually
1: only going to let you roll the Society if you succeed at the Arcana.
4: Okay. Starting with Arcana then. A dirty twenty.
1: In this big picture, you can just make out the shadow and the hues. It's very abstract. But you see, this is depicting like a field of battle or carnage or something, and there is this immense blue dragon rising above the kind of ashes of this battlefield. And you can recognize it as a blue dragon, like an Elder Blue Dragon.
4: Mm. Was that successful to connect it to something with society?
1: Yeah, you could. Uh, you could then think back about like famous blue dragons, perhaps. All right.
0: Do you guys know your dragon oh. colors particularly well? No.
4: Sylvie sure does with another natural 20 wow. for 28. Oh, yeah.
0: With a
1: natural 20 and with the other iconography in the room, it's it's very surprising, but you've heard a story once of a great servitor of Zon When Vec mentions, hey, this looks like Zon it kind of, that final piece falls into place. You don't know much more about the story other than that this dragon potentially, like, devastated the holds of Belxan for a long time. There was once, hundreds of years ago, this great dragon named Kazavan.
4: I have heard stories of Kazavan, a great dragon, and she points to the picture. This is maybe a depiction of this dragon? It did quite a bit of damage to the hordes of Belkthin.
2: Interesting. Not sure what it's doing here. Maybe this Mr. Scream might
1: be able to add some context. Very notably, that Kazavon painting is
0: also in Salvatore Scream's style.
3: Hmm.
0: Bits right in with the rest of the filth here. Do we know if blue dragons are, like, good or bad or... not? With that arcana check, you'd know they're they're generally evil okay.
1: they're kind of the they're electricity dragons they're often found in like desert environments and that kind of thing uh, but they uh, they more than a lot of other dragons tend to mingle in human affairs and so this this Kazavon is a notable figure because this is a famous dragon that meddled in human affairs and was the avatar of a god kind of thing mm. alright I'm
2: going in I'm trying to find Trania
1: yeah you go in there's a play happening and um, you could roll me a diplomacy to ask around yeah Um, 17 total low roll with a 17 you spend some time you know working the crowd you maybe ask about someone with like the you know without saying her name like someone with the with Trinia's description if they've been around here. Seen you get, any locas
2: around?
1: <laughs> you, get, uh, you get pretty much no takers there. Uh, the only information that you do glean as you're asking kind of various information maybe about Salvatore Scream as well um, mm-hmm. is that the owner of this establishment uh, Pilt Swastel, is a huge fan of Salvatore Scream's work and that's why he has a bunch of his paintings you now know, like, after talking to these people, like, Piltzwastel owns this whole place, like, runs this theater. You maybe even ask about, like, you know, what's with all those depictions of, like, you know, this isn't considered by any of the audience, at least, like a like a church or anything. It's merely considered a theater. Uh, the only information you glean there is that Piltzwastel is just a big fan of this art and so has a ton of it in his lobby.
2: Oh, that's a really interesting distinction. So my assumption was that a lot of horrible stuff is happening here, and there's Zancuthan imagery on the walls. So this is just an old church repurposed to be a new church of Zancuthan. That doesn't sound like it's quite the case. It's a it's a theater that eh, maybe there's some art on the walls that it's like a body theater. Yeah, the the dude's
1: like a you know the owner seems like he's like a weirdo, like eclectic dude that Mm -hmm. you know likes this kind of demented art and puts it up.
0: If Pilt Swastel is a fan of this this Salvatore guy, maybe he knows more about his whereabouts.
3: Yes, which yes. I was planning to ask about. Hell yeah. So, uh, can we find, I guess, the owner of the place easily?
1: You could find a back office. Um, you don't really get a get a full description of what, you know, Pilt looks like just from, you're not really asking about him a ton, but, mm-hmm. um, but you think like, he might be in this back office if he's, you know.
3: All right. Well, let's go to the back office then. And uh, I guess we would knock on the door.
1: You knock on the door. After uh, several seconds, the door opens to a kind of greasy looking man. He wears kind of like stage costumey uh, attire. Like he's wearing kind of a a kingly robe, but it's all cheap costume. Mm. The fur is not real and, and all of that. Um, and he's got like those big ruffles on his shoulders and that kind of thing. Uh, Yes, what can I do for you?
3: I'm new to the art world, but I know you're the same fan of the artist Scream that I am.
1: Salvatore Scream, yes. Uh, you can see my collection in the lobby.
3: It's very impressive. I was wondering if you knew where he was so that I could go get a commissioned art piece? Oh,
1: he's terribly difficult to commission. Really? Yes. it's Dreadful, really. His art should be shared with more people. (laughs) But he really only works when he wants to, and his pieces go for so much money on the secondary market. Dreadful, terrible, really.
3: I agree. Do you know where I could maybe try at least?
1: I try to get an audience with Salvatore scream <laughs> doubtful, very doubtful <laughs> the fact that you would ask oh, you haven't even met the man have you <laughs> kind of a recluse really um, not, not much of a people person <laughs> so deep in his canvases that he, uh, he rarely spends time to eat let alone have an audience with others <laughs> I have met the man though
3: it sounds like you have.
1: Yes, he is a good friend of still. <laughs> he he is like, he uh, he, one in the same. He pulls on <laughs> his... Convinced. um He pulls on his rough tuft. And you'd like to find him uh, for, for what purposes? Just to commission something? How much gold do you even have on you?
3: I wouldn't carry it on me. That seems silly.
1: Oh, I keep that shit on me.
3: There's mobs outside.
1: <laughs> well, I guess in the... In the relative safety of the theater, uh, we haven't uh, we haven't had to deal with the mobs outside.
3: I guess I'm not sure how the art world works, but I'd love to go to a studio or something. I'm trying to use Overlook's mastermind here because I have no idea what's happening in the art world to get this bonus to deception. Hell sure. yeah. <laughs> <Give me> go, <laughs> go for it.
1: Give me a deception roll.
3: <laughs> That's the only reason I offered to do it. <laughs> 17 on the (laughs) Uh, die Alright it's a total of a 25 25
1: He does keep a studio in In old Corvosa It's a run down kind of shingles place Be difficult to find If you didn't know where to look
3: That's what I'm hoping You can help me Know where to look Please (laughs)
2: Look at her She couldn't possibly figure it out herself
3: (laughs) <laughs> really needing help.
1: Hmm. <laughs> A shame, really, that you are so ill informed of an art fan. You may ask around the, um, well, the, the merchants selling paints and dyes like I did, and you could maybe get an approximation of where he might be.
3: Where can you get paints and dyes? <laughs>
1: Well, call Run Market. There's several markets around Old Corvosa. It's not
0: difficult if you look. Sounds like a good pointer. Mm-hmm.
3: I am convinced that this is the guy. <laughs> like, my head is like, this is Scream.
4: If we, we. So I'm kind of wondering if this guy could be bribed. And I know we picked up some gold in our spider combat. we give that a go?
3: Yeah. Either I can continue with my blind ignorance here or if someone with diplomacy wants to go, uh, I'm cool with that, but I'm happy to continue with the ignorance side.
2: You should. Okay. I think mechanically it might make more sense for me too, but like, Vec can't have this conversation right now or here. Like, this is... This is like if... This is his religion and they're trashing it and he's just kind of here because he has to be here because... Trinia might be related to here.
4: Okay. I think you'll do better than Sylvie at this. So maybe she'll just like whisper in your ear and like make a hand symbol of like rubbing coins together. Four coins.
3: I'm not really sure um, how to go about this, but considering I'm not so good with the art myself, I'm not great at the art supplies. Maybe I can pay you a bit for this information.
1: Hmm. How much are we talking? I'm all here.
3: Do you have a value in mind? No, no, no. Let's just see what you're <laughs> willing to
1: offer, and I'll tell you if it's enough or not.
3: Does two gold sound good? Mmm. Pure gold pieces?
1: Pure gold pieces. I bring in far more than that my show.
3: And I'm and not trying to take one of from the, the show. We're
1: all one of the only establishments in, in old Corvosa with all of these Scream originals. I wouldn't want someone
3: to come in and uh, undermine that with their own... I would never want to display that anywhere public. This is for my own personal collection. I don't want to show anyone.
1: Make it ten and you have yourself a deal.
3: That's a lot of gold. Uh.
1: It's a lot of information. Count.
3: What about five?
0: Seven and a half.
4: How much gold do we get? We got ten gold, so we would have seven and a half. What about six?
0: Six and clear it.
1: Six? And you leave me alone for the evening? Of course. I can do that.
3: Absolutely. I just, from one Scream fan to another, wanted to, to get this information, so thank you.
1: He clicks gold. The Scream's uh, studio is on the east end of this island.
3: Are we in the east end of the island, Griffin? The other side. Okay. Uh, no, that's fine. I'm just going... I'm still questioning my my current running theory that this is Scream.
2: <laughs> he's in this room. <laughs> You're, getting
0: You're getting warmer. Six gold and a handwriting stamp.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> How do you hold a paintbrush, sir?
3: <laughs> I'm still convinced we're going to show up at the studio and he's going to be wearing a different set of clothes. And clay... <laughs> it was him the whole time Anyways, alright, west side of the island
1: Twelve Oyster I have. Well, you would have to That's where you would want to enter the shingles from And then you'd make your way up, up, up And you can't miss the relatively large studio of Salvatore Screen.
3: I appreciate you for the information I hope you continue to expand on your own collection
0: We're very close we can take Sea Urchin Lane up there for that street.
1: <laughs> it's on the other side of Eadred Isle,
0: so
3: let's go. Depends past. if you want
0: to do all this tonight or. It's a pretty high priority. We gotta find out where what Trinia where Trinia
2: is if we can, and what she knows.
3: Yeah, I I don't want to, but I also feel like we have to.
2: <laughs> all I have is cantrips and a focus spell, but like that. This is what Vec wants to do. Th- this is what he will do. I know this is an unopportune situation.
3: I mean, it just fe- it feels like a group of exhausted people going to go visit an artist in their studio. That doesn't... Yeah. And we're all armed. I wouldn't... I guess... or probably wouldn't assume that ar- the artist is dangerous. <laughs> Whether that's going to be toward downfall or not. Sure.
1: Mm-hmm. So you make your way again across Idrid Isle making sure to take the alleyways as the main streets are filled with um, filled with angry citizens of Corvosa. You find 12 Oyster Ave and ascend the stairs you see kind of a, it almost looks like it's across two roofs this large building, um with, a, with what appears to be, like, a relatively well-locked door and some windows. Uh, however, upon closer inspection, you realize that, like, the lock is ancient and broken.
4: All right. Let's go in.
1: You want to go in?
4: Yeah. Should we maybe knock?
3: Well, we want to go up to the studio and then knock, right? Like...
1: This, you would think, is the studio. You're ups, up in the... Oh, I didn't know shingles. we were already
3: up, up. That's fine. Then, yes, let's yeah, knock.
2: Let's knock. Make me a perception check. Eight. Eleven. Sixteen.
3: Yeah, I got a natural 20 for a 31.
2: Oh, jeez. Mm.
1: You hear an inhuman hissing and shuffling and, like, more than two feet, like... Pattering.
3: We should have rested?
1: This
0: there, is... there are windows Fuck. take a peek in really
3: quick yes
0: let's see what we can
2: see
4: we'll take a peek in do you want a, like a stealthy peek in? yeah I can stealthily so well peek in
2: now there are a lot of non-human playable races in Pathfinder hearing that a voice or a, a, a noise is inhuman, <laughs> inhuman isn't a bad thing
4: based on the iconography the is we, my concern We've seen some pretty dark stuff in these paintings. They're probably inspired by something.
2: A uh, lizard focus.
0: Based <laughs> on everything
4: My he described kiss. to us. concerned?
0: It, there is a cat in the room.
1: Easy. Okay. Let's take a look. All right, is Sylvie doing the stealth?
3: Uh, oh, Sylvie can
4: do the oh, stealth, unless... It
3: doesn't
4: so matter to me. Did. I've got a plus eight. I have a plus nine, so I could give it a go. Well, oh, I didn't roll great. That's a 16.
1: Okay. You make your way up to the window... Look in, make me a perception check. All right. Do you have dark vision?
4: Uh, I believe I do. Yes, I do have dark vision. I
1: think I remember all of you having.
4: Yes, yes. I do have dark vision, so I can see in with a 17.
1: The 17 you see littered on the ground in this, now that you've looked in, completely abandoned building are... Like animal carcasses and bones strewn around.
3: Be a big scene. Um,
1: and then a gray face kind of pops up on the other side of the window from down and looks right at you.
2: Hmm. It's
1: black beady eyes far to either side, much further than any humanoid race you know. Uh, and it's tentacle-like arms kind of splurt on the window. Splurt? Ah, uh, you 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 know, shocked, probably take duck back. Yeah you can make an occultism since Ooh. you've seen this.
4: Okay.
3: If this were Trinia went, like what the she f- thinking? I don't I don't know.
0: Oh gasp your gasp of breath kind of chokes you into your throat.
4: Only a twelve.
0: With
1: a twelve you're not sure what this creature is. Locust be crazy. But this is certainly not an
2: art studio.
4: What if he sent us somewhere on purpose? He's protecting it, the fact that he is Screef.
2: If he did, we're coming back for the six gold hard.
4: Yes. Or Trinia wanted us to find this to prove her innocence.
0: Yeah. I think I think we got to go in. I think we got to deal with this thing.
4: We're going to get It murder. looks really scary, though. Okay. Sylvie will we'll go back and relay this information to the party if it doesn't break through the window first.
0: And going back and resting, I guess, is an option.
3: Xenops.
0: It doesn't appear to be leaving its den.
3: I don't like that you called it that either,
4: Griffin.
1: I mean, what do you know? You're just a half work.
4: Exactly. Does anybody else have occultism? I mean, clearly no. it's like seen us, so if anyone else wants to go to the window and peek inside, I maybe? Could,
0: I could just take a little, sure. a, a little peek-a-roo. A little occultism. <sighs> An
1: actual good roll, a 21. Yeah, this is a choker, and that's a choker den in there, and there's likely multiple of them in there.
3: Mm. Right, we should run.
1: Uh, but but we, like, what is that? Yeah. So a choker is, you know, they kind of lurk in the in the shingles of Corvosa, and they snatch their prey with their tentacle-like arms and choke
2: them to death. They're horrible. So this, in no way, shape, or form, is a creature who may not be humanoid but is an artist. This is not. That. No,
1: there's there's
2: no way. These we they're, they're we, we were set up. Yeah, they're like, very
1: evil, very um very unintelligent, very uncharismatic, kind of wretched things are barely more intelligent than like a dog.
4: Do we just go back and yell at this guy?
0: I think I think that's something we can
4: Yeah, and like no. forcibly take the money back? I think
3: we should rest though Yeah, first. Uh let's go back meet up with his grandfather Vex's grandfather. Lock shit up, go to bed, and then uh, go take this jerk
1: out. You could go do the ritual and get the information you're actually supposed to go get.
0: Yeah, and then go
3: rest. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, Yeah. that makes sense.
0: So you're heading back to Eel's End? Mm -hmm.
4: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Gonna do something productive, actually, today. (laughs) Well, it's been a
2: long day, too, I suppose.
4: It's been a very long day. Yeah, it has.
2: Vex pissed. He looks to the rest of the party. We're going to finish what we started out to. I'm going to meet back up with my grandfather. I'm going to sleep the night and then we're going to turn the screws to this mother pilk.
3: I do wonder if Trunia was more warning us that screams a bad thing and that maybe that's why she's in the trouble she's in.
2: Very fair point. Probably should have thought of that beforehand. You're right. However, this man knowingly led us to what he hoped probably was our death.
3: And he scammed us out of a lot of gold.
2: We're going to come back, and I'm telling you now, I'm going to be vengeance.
3: <laughs> You're having a hard time keeping the smell off your face for that. <laughs>
2: His
0: actors aren't the only ones who are going to be breaking a leg.
3: <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know how to get rid of a body if we need to. Just- Gonna throw that out there.
0: Make me a quick
1: society check.
4: <laughs> all right, that is a twenty-three.
1: With uh, a twenty-three, you know that that guy's level ten. Mm.
4: Ooh, ah, the man. Bear fight. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, sorry. Ooh.
1: That's all I'm gonna give you because you know, I don't even think that meets his actual knowledge DC to know anything about his. You think he's maybe a bard?
4: Okay, so he's like well above our capacity to fight.
1: To turn the screws on him, probably. But maybe you might be able to talk with him again.
4: Yeah, he is our one lead, unless we think his asking the merchant's idea was legit, which who knows if that was...
1: Yeah, I mean, you also have a ton of influential figures in this city that probably know about Salvatore Scream as well. Oh,
3: yeah, we can definitely (laughs) ask anyone else. You
1: know, Devargo, Cressida, Van Carlo.
0: Let's do it.
1: Okay. Let's go. So you head to Eel's End, and you have the components for this ritual. Devargo would greet you. Well, it looks like it's been uh, quite some day for all of you. (laughs) You look a bit battered and bruised. Are you quite okay?
3: I've been better. Uh, there were spiders and web lurkers and then something horrible oh. came up from the ground. And then the mobs. It's been not good.
1: I heard about the Otiag attack um, right before uh, the bridge.
3: Yeah, we, we took care of that.
1: Ooh, well done. Impressive, Mir.
3: Thanks. Do you think she's ready?
1: I believe she, she's ready when you are. Uh, most of this is going to be on your capabilities.
3: I'm going to be honest. After such a hard day, I don't have a lot of skills left that would help in case anything goes severely wrong. Do you know anything that we should be worried about before we start?
1: This is mainly going to be a matter of the things that you know or you're capable of. I don't know that your spellcasting will matter much.
3: Great. Then I think we should be able to get this done tonight.
1: Well, I will join you and watch, and if there's something I can help with, I certainly will.
3: I also have some questions afterwards, but I almost always have questions for you.
1: Great. I mean, luckily for you, it's like three in the morning right now, so, you know, I'm wide awake.
3: I might need some coffee.
1: Well, you don't have an alchemist or anything else to make it, so... Uh.
2: Alright, but, like, you're the purveyor of, like, eight different ships that have all manner of voices. Perhaps one of them has a coffee maker. Well,
1: yeah, coffee maker is beans through water, but yes.
3: Like, I've got this at my house. I just thought maybe you had something here.
1: I'm not giving out handouts. <laughs> no, I mean, you have you know, coffee, whatever. I I don't know what you're looking for. This is all flavor anyway.
3: It was all flavor. You just were weird about it.
2: (laughs) Hopefully it's bold flavor. It's late. Need a little pick me up.
3: Right? Yeah.
2: (laughs) Uh, So you guys head to
1: the kind of bilge area of Devargo's ship. And Milishka is there uh, awake. You, through reading the scroll that Devargo had Cured, know that you need to. It's going to take about an hour. The rituals work relatively similarly to how they do in first edition. So there's a primary caster. The primary caster will be using nature. Then there are secondary casters. This ritual allows two secondary casters. Each secondary caster can make a crafting medicine or occultism check. You would want to get two people that have the highest bonuses, essentially if they make their dc's they aid the primary caster who then needs to make a, a certain dc in order to succeed crit succeed fail or crit fail the ritual you know that in malishka's Anadi uh, form you would have to spread the web lurker venom kind of on the tip of each of her appendages and then in a circle around her and then you can begin the ritual
3: uh, so my medicine is 13, but my nature is 9.
1: I don't think anyone beats you in terms of nature. Oh. I
3: did not think so. Mm. so. So I'm primary?
1: Yep. The secondary casters will roll first. Crafting, medicine, or occultism.
0: The only skill I have good in this is occultism at a, at a plus 5. I've got a
2: medicine at a plus 6.
4: I have crafting and occultism at a plus
2: 8. it's okay. like the two of us. Are there penalties for a failure, a crit failure? I don't have hero points left.
3: I we're have one. seen what happens. So, I think that I have one.
1: Uh, it's the same as aiding, but with a different DC. Interesting. So it's not a DC 20, but it's it's the same where if you were to crit fail it... It,
3: it does have penalties. It would
1: penalize the primary caster, like an aid mm-hmm. would. I will
2: tell you, you're more likely to crit succeed okay. uh, than a DC 20. Yeah, I, I just didn't want either of our participation as the secondary casters to be, you know, mathematically a detriment. Yeah, mathematically it's it's likely not going to be a
1: detriment unless you roll very poorly. Okay,
2: well, I imagine this takes more than a round or a minute. Yes, yes, so this is, you know, an hour casting time, so give me
1: the secondary casters checks.
4: I got a natural 20 for a 28.
1: Okay, that's a critical success on the
2: aid. it's plus two instead of a plus one. Vec also helps casting this blue magic is resonating around his body. I got a 19 total.
1: 19 total also aids, so cumulative plus three. This doesn't act as like the same bonus stacking. So like it, it is a total plus three to the nature check. It's not right. Yeah, probably hero point. You remember the failure conditions here unless you don't have one.
3: I think that I have one. On my sheet, I have one.
1: Okay, c- that's fine. We'll we'll call your sheet good, and then remember to have one on you.
3: Okay. That is one worse. Ugh.
1: You might have oh, no. messed up this little girl's life.
3: Well, so I rolled an eight. Previously, I rolled a nine, which I was like, eh. So I have a plus nine. Plus another three, That that's a 20.
1: That's a failure.
3: Oh my god.
1: And so, Malishka becomes worse at controlling her transformation.
3: This has made me more upset than a lot of things in this game.
1: Yeah, actually, you would have succeeded with a nine.
0: Oh, that's worse.
3: Yo, like... Are you trying to make me cry? Maybe
2: don't tell her that. (laughs) (laughs) Like,
3: there aren't very many situations I've had playing this game where I've felt worse than right now.
2: Well, you
1: have a hero card. Of What? You each started book one with a hero card that haven't been spent.
3: Let's talk about how those work. Yeah, how do they work?
1: So, good is two rolls, evil is I roll twice, and neutral is roll a d30. Which ones do we
2: have? Mine was the demon lantern, so I was evil. Yep. Doesn't apply here.
0: Well, I will give up my good hero card to allow a re-roll. It, it technically rolled twice, but would you allow the second roll to be a what I would allow
1: is you can use a harrow card you lose all aid if you choose to use it so if you want to use the roll a d30 you can re-roll but all of the aid that your friends gave you is gone same with the roll twice tick better and I'm giving that penalty because you're using it after the fact Haley you have a neutral one so it's a if you want to use it it's a d30
2: that could be good yeah that's really good
3: Yeah, I guess I'll use my hero card.
1: Okay. Is that a plus nine?
3: No. It's worse.
1: Ah. What a go-to.
3: Seven plus nine. So 16.
0: Okay. It's not a critical failure, but the result is the same. Do we have any understanding about what happens on a future ritual, given that we had a failure condition here? Does that make it harder for if we were to try
2: again? You don't think there are second tries. Oh. Oh. So to be to be clear, the failure condition is not that anything changes, it's just that the the ritual doesn't succeed, correct? She doesn't make any worse no,
3: makes her worse. Makes it yes, worse, okay.
1: Her well, ability to control her form worsens. Oh Critical God. failure would have been uh, she's permanently a spider.
2: Oh, I thought that was failure. Shit. Vargo's not gonna be happy about this. No.
0: This was the only thing that got us information about the the noble we were looking for, right? Mm-hmm.
2: What are the rules on using multiple hero cards per roll?
1: I just think we, we've now rolled it twice, so yeah, it's, done. it's done. Okay. The ritual concludes and um Malishka tries to turn back into her human form and cannot. And she seems worried. Uh, she crawls up into her web kind of Whimpering a bit. Uh, DeVargo's eyes narrow. He cuts a glance at you. I take it. It did not work. Or it didn't go well.
3: It didn't go the way that I wanted. I'm not going to stop trying to find something to help her, though. I've come to really enjoy her company and think of her as family. I can't just let it keep going. I won't stop.
1: I mean, take your information. He hands you kind of the letters that he was keeping, and leave. I will find someone who can who can fix her, who can help her understand this change. I thought that person was you, but it is not. But I wish you well.
3: Again, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep trying to help as well. I'm here if I can do anything... Or if I can find anything, I'm bringing it to you first.
1: I've got you the information that you wanted. You're working with the guard now. Maybe you should just cut your losses and leave.
3: I mean, th- there's no other choice. Mir's gonna leave now.
1: Okay. So the group leaves Eel's End. DeVargo kind of turns his back as you do.
2: As we walk away from Eel's End, kind of puts his hand on Mir's shoulder. We weren't successful, we, we did give it all best. I know he doesn't want us to come back, or I think he doesn't, but give him some time. We can try again. We can do something else. I don't want to see that girl hurt anymore. And I don't know. I, I don't even know what I'm saying. I mean, if there's any chance that we can help her in the future, I'm, I'm here for you to help her.
3: I appreciate it, Vic. Now let's get back to your grandfather.
2: Thank you. I think we'll continue the curse
1: campaign next time.
0: The Bestow Curse podcast is a Hideous Laughter Productions show. Hideous Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Curse of the Crimson Throne is copyright 2016. Curse of the Crimson Throne and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Incorporated and used with permission.